really know if we can completely understand how God can love all of us so completely and individually. But I do know that you can live every second of your life knowing that you have a loving Father who cherishes every moment spent with you. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. First, I want to talk about the love of God for a minute. Did you know that each and every one of you are important to God? If you're like me, you're acutely aware of all of your shortcomings as I am mine. Then you may do what I do sometimes, and I ask the question, how can God really love me? With all the things that I've done, all the mistakes that I've made, it's not hard to talk myself into feeling unworthy or undeserving of God's love. And we're not alone in feeling like that. The Apostle Paul once said, I don't deserve to be an apostle. And if it isn't easy enough to feel unworthy of God's love because we're just not good enough, then sometimes we feel insignificant. We say, why would God love me? I'm just a nobody in the grand scheme of things. But we're not alone in feeling like that either because Moses once said, who am I? that I should lead the people out of Egypt. So feeling unworthy of God's love and too insignificant to matter to him, that's not unusual. But listen to me. It's not true. It's not true. And we can't allow those feelings to do anything but remind us of what is true. And that is God does love you. And you do matter to him. And I'm going to tell you why. You see, God doesn't love you because of anything you have or haven't done. He doesn't love you because you are a good person. Love isn't something that God just does. Love is who God is. The Word says it in John. It says God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. So God isn't going around deciding what to love and to not love. God is love. That's who God is. And if God is love, then everything that he makes, he makes out of love. You can believe today that when God made you, 
You were completely made from love. And you know something else? When you love someone, they matter. They are not insignificant. The Word says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Even though there are six billion people on earth, He is drawn to you. He has a deep and intense interest in you and your well-being. So you are not only loved, but today, right now, you matter to God. I know most of you can relate to this. When, when Dana and I became parents for the first time with the birth of our daughter, Ashley, I didn't think it was possible to love anything or anyone as much as that little girl. But when our second daughter, Elise, came along, even though she was completely different, it was the most natural thing in the world to love her just as much as Ashley. So if God can allow us to love twice as much and equally, is it so hard to grasp that God in all his glory and power can love all of us the same? You know, I don't really know if we can completely understand how God can love all of us so completely and individually. But I do know that you can live every second of your life knowing that you have a loving Father who cherishes every moment spent with you. And when you recite John 3.16, you could just as easily say, For God so loved me, not just the world. For God so loved me that he gave his son <clears throat> that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You could do that because God loves you that much. So if you're feeling unworthy, are insignificant or unloved this morning. You need to know that God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it. And if you'll reach out to him in faith this morning through Jesus Christ, you'll come to know him and experience that love that only he can give. Can you say amen to that this morning? On the Bright Side is made possible by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights are trusted at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Don't move. Bobby will be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. 
partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. Well, good good morning. How are you? Man, what a, that was a, what a storm the other night. I'm just curious, how many of you encountered just some sort of damage or something throughout that, that storm? Wow, that's incredible. That's what I thought. Well, praise the Lord. We made it, we made it through that. That was, a, that, was, that was quite an experience. I thought maybe you'd enjoy this little bit of um, storm humor. Here you go. One evening during a violent thunderstorm, a mother was tucking her four-year-old son into bed. She was about to turn off the light when he asked with a tremor in his voice, Mommy, will you sleep with me tonight? The mother smiled and gave him a reassuring hug. I can't, dear. I have to sleep in Daddy's room. A long silence was broken at last by his shaky little voice. The big sissy. <laughs> okay, well, how many of you are enjoying our church-wide home group Bible study, 40 Days of Community? All right? Well, well you know, I'm really enjoying it, but I have to tell you that the deeper that we go into this study the more things that are revealed to me that I need to work on. You see, when it comes to building relationships, which is a lot of what this study is about, some of us thrive in the interaction with others, but some of us don't. I mean, for some people, relating to others comes very natural. But for some of us, it doesn't. But what this study shows us is that even if it doesn't come easy, and even if it's uncomfortable for us, it's important. It's important for us to reach out to others and become a part of our community. The Lord said, your love for each other will prove to the world that you're my disciples. So even if it doesn't come easy, it means that we have to be willing to change some things in our lives. Well, when someone mentions the word change, first thing we tend to think is, that well, someone else needs to change. Surely not me. But in this instance... What I'm talking about is looking inward for change and coming to grips with the fact that it's not God's plan for you just to be saved. His plan for you includes the demonstrating to others the same kind of love that He's always shown to you. And there's just no getting around this kind of change is not natural for some of us. And it requires an act of our will to do it. So I just want to mention a couple of things I believe will help us get there. The first thing is, (laughs) I believe that before we can change for the better in the arena of reaching out to others is we have to get our lives under control. 
I remember one time we were in Colorado on a winter holiday and one of our favorite things to do was to go snowmobiling. Has anybody ever done that? And there was this huge lake that was completely frozen over and it was so much fun to get out there and just really open up and see how fast you could go. Well, Dana ended up on one side of the lake coming toward me and I saw her way off in the distance. And so I started in her direction and as we got closer, both of us were at top speed. And I saw that we were headed right for each other. And at those speeds, it was impossible to make a quick turn. And so as ridiculous as it seems that we were the only two people on this huge lake, we were going so fast, we couldn't turn the snowmobiles enough to prevent us from running head on to each other. And the, the machines collided. We both went flying in different directions. And miraculously, neither one of us were hurt, bruised, but not hurt. I can't say the same about the snowmobiles. <laughs> Turned out to be the most expensive trip to Colorado. <laughs> and to this day, Dana insists that I was trying to kill her. <laughs> I tell her, what sense would that make? But many of us live our lives going full out just like that. And we can't get our lives under control because we're just going too fast to turn it. And you can trust me when I say that I'm preaching to the choir here. Well, actually, I guess I am preaching to the choir. <laughs> but the best way to get our lives under control is to give it up. We have to surrender our agenda to Christ. I heard someone say one time, we have to stop being the star in our own movie. And then after we make that decision and we start to get our lives under control, we have to seek something else that doesn't always come natural. And that's humility. You see, humility is a characteristic of Christ that's often overlooked. But it's just as defining a quality as his power is. And the paradox is that he's all-powerful. And yet he was the one who was willing to wash the disciples' feet. You see, it's only when we can humble ourselves to serve others that we will ever experience the love of Christ that he intended us to have. You know, change isn't easy for most of us. But I believe as we seek God's will for us, he reveals to us those things that need changing. And he'll give us the grace and the courage to change those things. I love this old saying. It goes like this. It says, not everything that's faced can be changed. But nothing can be changed until it's faced. And I believe that when we are willing to change, and when humility becomes a part of our nature, that's when God's will for us intersects with our talent and our abilities. And that's when we can find our purpose in Jesus Christ. Can you say amen to that this morning? Have you ever made a really bad decision? We all have made mistakes, but thankfully they are not the end of our story. Coming up next, learn how to avoid bad decisions in the future. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo, the new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable. 
I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. I want you to say this verse with me. Let's go. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And of course, in the King James Version, it uses mercy instead of love. And, uh, and I want to talk about this for a moment. How many recognize where this verse comes from? Of course, it's the 23rd Psalm. It's the one that starts with, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Well, this verse is the last verse of that passage in Psalms. Well, it so happens that I've become obsessed with this verse of Scripture this week. And have you ever had that happen to you? Whenever uh, something gets in your head and you just can't get it out? It's like a catchy jingle in a commercial that just won't go away? Well, that's been Psalm 23.6. For me this week, I, I've been accused of having an, an obsessive personality at times. I, I'd like to think that uh, I'm not as much anymore at this stage of my life, but I have to believe that if you're going to be obsessive about something, it's, uh, it's probably best to be obsessive about the Word of God. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, good. I was getting worried about myself. Okay. Well, anyway, while reading the Word recently, this verse just stopped me and just became an endless fountain of faith and inspiration. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And just so you know, Shirley is not a woman named Shirley. Shirley, in this case, means it's not maybe, or perhaps goodness and mercy follows us. But surely, definitely, goodness and mercy follow us. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. One of the revelations I had with um, Psalms 23 this week was that we don't have to chase after God's goodness and mercy. You know why? Because it says God's goodness and mercy follows us. It pursues us. As we follow Jesus, the good shepherd, and he leads us, then His goodness and mercy are like the rear guard. They're like the the trained, experienced uh, sheepdogs. They're ready to pull up at any moment we find ourselves in need of these attributes of the Lord. Well, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. As long as I have breath and breathe, not one day will I have to worry about being without God's goodness and mercy. Now, some of you are thinking by now, you know, man, he he really is obsessed with that scripture. Let me explain something to you. God's goodness is getting things we don't deserve. And God's mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Can you see what an amazing promise 
This is surely goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just, you need to take all your theological positions, all your religious preferences, and just put them aside and say, I'm going to stand on this word today. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, good or bad. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I'm sick and I'm worried about that doctor's report, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I've lost my job, I don't know how we're going to make it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And when I'm blessed with good fortune, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When our grandson is dedicated to the Lord, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Listen, two things I want you to think about today. The first one is this. The Word of God is the place to go for direction and answers and inspiration in your life. What this verse of Scripture has done for me this week, I can't explain it, but it's a good example Psalms 23, 6 is my battle cry today. It's my new mission statement. That's what the Lord gave me to strengthen my faith and draw me near this week. And I know he has something powerful for you that he wants to share with you if you'll just open the book and look for it. And the second thing is this. You know, God loves us just the way we are. But he loves us too much to let us stay just the way we are. And that's why our journey is full of all these tests and trials and twists and turns. They're there to teach us. They're there to train us. They're there to strengthen our faith. And that's why it's so amazing to know that in any situation, no matter what comes, God's goodness And mercy is always there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can you say amen this morning? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. 
Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.